Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on the Sunday here, post our advanced Metcon workout. So if I do start coughing or clearing my throat intermittently, I will try to limit it as best I can. I'm sorry, but I've been having a coughing attack for about the last hour here. But I, I had to get this out because I don't have a lot of time this week, and I wanted to give you guys this because I got a ton of requests on it. And we're going to talk uh, holiday you know, travel, holiday survival tips, how to be active, healthy, and avoid all the pitfalls that most people fall into during this time of the year. And I think I have some things that will bring you guys some value or at least reinforce things you already know you should be doing but really drive them home so you do them and have the healthiest, happiest holiday time uh, you've ever had in your life. But uh, before I kick off, I have to say this just because it's uh, we joked about it today. Our advanced Metcom people uh, saw some of the comments on Instagram I woke up to this morning. And uh, I have to share it with you guys because I do think some of you out there would suffer um, if you were me today. I think it would probably change the scope of your mood and your day and you might over, you know, think it and it might cause you more pain than it should. So um, I made a video the other day titled Less is More playing off an old podcast and uh, I filmed it obviously just like I film almost everything at this point. So if you're watching me on YouTube, just I filmed it just like this video here. Um, pretty basic. I'm just talking to the camera, talking about, you know, less is more and just how to have perspective and gratitude in your life. Just an, an overly, you know, kind of positive message. Most of the stuff I share here with you guys. And the comment was, um, man, you have so many wrinkles on your face. You need Botox and you need fillers. And then at the end of it, the guy put a puke emoji because apparently I'm so terrible to look at the video made him want to throw up. And I replied to it, um, like I do almost everything, with in the most positive way I could, just letting him know, you know, hey, the reality is this. Um, and I get it. I'm on camera. I do a lot of camera work. I do a lot of photo work. And I also know that I'm not 22 years old anymore. Uh, I'm a middle-aged, uh, married dude, and I'm from the Midwest. And I'm not saying that means anything specifically, but when you're from the Midwest, a lot of times we have a very humble uh, belief system. I, I never thought I would be living this life. So every single day I think I'm winning anyway. I never thought I'd be on camera. I never thought I'd have a podcast that was as popular. I never thought people would want to listen to me talk or watch me do things and say things, but apparently they do. So with that said, being a middle-aged married dude from the Midwest, doing things like Botox and fillers is not something I personally believe in for myself. Now I'll never say never, I guess, with anything, but knowing who I am and I don't really see that ever happening in my life. I'm okay with uh, getting older. I accept it. Like I'm going to get a little bit wrinklier as time goes on. It's just part of life. All of us are. I don't have any desire to try to avoid that. I'm not trying to, you know, and if I did it, if I ever did stuff like that, I would tell you guys right up front. Um, I want to be as transparent as I can, but I'm okay with it. Like, I understand like when I grow my beard out, there now is like a little bit of spots of gray that are starting to come through. That just happens at this age. I also understand my hair at some point is probably going to fall out and I'm going to look exactly like Bruce Willis. Um, I'm okay with that too. I already have so much invested in my physical body. Now, I'm always going to do things to make myself look as healthy and as happy as it can be. I'll take athletic greens. 
I'll eat real food. I'll try to get the best sleep I can. I'll use whatever fancy moisturizers and like skin stuff my wife buys because I don't know anything about that shit. I haven't had a real tan in over 10 years. I just really do the best I can, you know, in the most least invasive natural ways possible. So again, I'm not judging anybody who does Botox or fillers respect. If you want to do it and you love it and it makes you feel good about yourself and gives you confidence, I don't have an issue with anybody in the world doing it. Just for me personally, not something I really think I need to invest in now. And so if, and again, I went back, I replied to the guy and we had a dialogue and then, you know, I let the world kind of take it from there. Now I have really thick skin and uh, things like that don't bother me or phase me. It's, you know, obviously one person's opinion. I've been on the biggest platforms in the world in fitness from Livestrong to bodybuilding.com to vitamin shop. I've been on giant billboards and banners um, all over the world. I've been on magazine covers. I've been in every fitness magazine that's ever existed. I have been on the men's health platform where their Facebook alone is like, you know, 13 million people. I've had people tell me, you know, they want to punch me in the face after watching me do a split squat video on men's health. Um, You know, I've had, you know, people in the same video in the same thread tell me like, hey, you look like shit, you're too skinny, you're too this. And then the next comment tell me I look like I'm on steroids. Well, which one is it? Am I too skinny and I look terrible or is it I look too good and it has to be steroids? Like the point I'm driving at is I have very thick skin at this point in the game. And the funny thing is, on a sudden, we actually keep like a threat folder here um, in case I go missing, right? For all the people who, well, honestly, I think a lot of it's the, the people who overly like me, I think they would kind of drug me, chain me, and, and tie me up, and I'll be in some basement somewhere, and you guys will never see me again. So we do keep a, a threat folder for those people too. Uh, or for the people who do hate me and want to punch me in my face and, and think I need Botox and think I'm a, a complete loser, we keep... A, their, their names and their stuff on file too in case like this becomes a Dateline episode. Um, one on our computer and one in our office drawer here so our my team here knows to uh, to know who to look for or tell the authorities to investigate. But uh, in all seriousness, I've heard it all and I've seen it all and uh, I don't have a desire to do a- any of these crazy things to my body. I don't, I'm not going to fight Father Time in that regard. I'm okay with it and I'm at ease with it. I know I might not, you know, be a 22-year-old baby-faced person anymore, but I like the progression that I'm going, and I and I have perspective and gratitude. I know I'm very gifted to to be in this body and to live this life. And uh, for you guys listening out there, if you're a creator, that's what I'm driving at. And uh, you're doing videos, you're doing podcasts, you're writing blogs, you're doing different things where you're the face of it and you're part of it. Don't be discouraged by a couple of negative comments from people. Um, you can't give them the power to do that to you. And I think a lot of people would have woke up today and read that. It would have changed their mood. It would have made them feel a certain way. It would have made them go look in the mirror 14 times. Like, that's not how I roll. Uh, I hear far more positive stuff than negative stuff. And the, and again, I don't delete those people. I don't block them unless they send me like really creepy shit. Um, I just let them be there. And I let them be in the thread. And I let the people who follow us and who are in our queue, you know, kind of handle them them as they see fit because that person is hurting and that person probably needs to see my stuff uh, more than anybody else. And the funny thing is this, like with like, I get it on the men's health platform, right? Like they, they are subscribing to men's health. I just happen to be a person that they feature a lot and work with and ask, you know, to, to film projects and be an advisory role and things like that. But so when they see me on men's health, I guess they'll say, Oh, this guy sucks. I get it. Like, Maybe you want to see another dude 
super cool and you think I'm a loser. It's your opinion and I'll take it with a grain of salt. But when you're on my stuff, you're on my Facebook, you're on my Instagram, you're on my website, you're on you're following me specifically to stop and watch a video of me for 10 minutes talking and then literally tell me how ugly I am and how much I suck shit. You could have just watched the video for two seconds, unfollowed me, and just disappeared and never seen me for the rest of your life. But you're choosing to sit at home and watch my life and hear and see what I'm doing and then comment and say that. The two reasons why I feel bad for those people and I don't take it personally is one, either you have zero self-awareness and understand even if you think shit like that, you should never say it to people. Um, and two, you probably would never say something like that to my face. Like the amount of negative shit I've heard on the internet from people who think I'm the biggest loser ever, I've never had anybody. And I've been a lot of places. I've, I've been to the biggest fitness expos, the Arnold's, the Olympias. I've worked them. I've done them. I'm very accessible. I've never had anybody come up to me and say it to my face. Now, I'm not saying they're scared of me specifically, but I, you know, I'm a 6'2", 220-pound dude. Like, I just don't think you would say that. Not that I'm going to get physically violent, but I just, I've never heard it personally. And so you have to feel bad for those people because A, either they don't have self-awareness and they don't know any better that they shouldn't say that, or two, probably the, the more likely case is they're suffering, man. Like their life is so shit. They're choosing to follow people on the internet and then comment to them and give negative criticism about them and their life and what they're doing. Um, and you have to feel bad for them. That's why I let them stay on my stuff because it's like they need to hear the, the shit that I'm talking about and saying probably worse than anybody else. And for you out there, my creators who want to do something but you're scared, don't be. Don't let these people paralyze you. Don't let these people change your life and your day and make you feel a certain way because they're the minority. And I hear hundreds and hundreds of positive messages every single day. And for the couple of negative ones I get, you know, not I probably don't even get one negative message a day anymore. It's probably just a couple a week and I'm okay with it. I'm not for everybody. It's fine. But just know um, you don't have to listen to me. You don't have to watch me. You don't have to follow me if my wrinkly, awful face makes you want to throw up on yourself. So um, I just had to share that story because it's, it's comical with us. We actually have a small... A group like me, BJ Gador, uh, Alexia Clark, we we actually share you know the best and worst. I guess depending on how you look at it, um, basically comments of the week that we get from people, whether they be overly creepy and sexualized or just negative like this, and they talk about our physical appearance. And the weird thing is, is like the fitter you get, um, the more people feel like they can critique your body. Um, and just for the record, it's not okay at any point. It's not okay if I critique somebody who's 300 pounds overweight. It's not okay if you give negative criticism to somebody who's fit because you think they're either too skinny, too lean. You know, they use too much, you know, plastic surgery, or in my case, they don't use any. Um, it's never okay to do that. I don't know. We, we can't really, you know, fat shaming is not okay. Fit shaming is not okay. Um, so if you're a creator and you're doing something right now and you are afraid to post stuff because you don't look perfect or you don't think you're lean enough or attractive enough or you think you're getting too old, um, you're not. Those people are in the minority. Most people want to hear your stuff. They want to see your stuff. And you don't have to be perfect. If I become the fit guy who's super wrinkly, well, then fuck it. Then that's the dude that I am. And I'm for the people. I'm for the normal person who just looks 
like you're supposed to look at 36 years old and it just happens to be in a little bit better shape. If that's who I am, then I'm okay with it. I don't take it serious. And the story I always share is, and I use BJ because I know BJ for a long time and him and I are very good friends and we talk all the time. His main lead generator for his business is probably Instagram. I could be wrong, but uh, I think it's one of them because it's one of the one of them for us too in terms of how we meet new people. And so one of the biggest, you know, just lead magnets he has is Instagram. And we take our craft very serious. We take, I don't think a lot of people take, you know, programming and design and exercise selection and timing protocols. Not many people take it more serious than him or I because we're from the same, we're cut from the same cloth in that regard. And so we take our craft serious, the words we say to you, the feedback we get, um, I probably even more so than him because he's a little bit more loose is the term I would use with this stuff. But him and I once filmed a video for Instagram on his page where we were sitting cross-legged in a unicorn kiddie pool filled with water and the bottom is yellow so it looks like we're sitting in piss. So him and I are sitting across from each other cross-legged playing patty cake in a unicorn pool where he's wearing a predator mask and we play patty cake and we film that and put it on the internet. So if anybody doesn't take it serious, it's got to be us, right? And so you have to take all these things with a grain of salt for what they are. You can take your craft serious, but you can't take yourself serious. And just always know you're never going to win the internet. It's unwinnable. Um, you can't be perfect. Um, nobody is. Nobody ever has been. You. It's exhausting trying to portray to live a perfect image or a perfect life. And so I don't even try. I just give you guys the raw, the real, and the uncut. And I let you, you know, either you love it or you hate it. And maybe some of you guys are in between, but if you're out there listening to me and you're receiving any negative feedback or you're afraid that you're going to get judged from your mom or your dad or brother or sister or they won't like something you say or do or an outfit you wear, um, they probably won't. But who gives a fuck? You just got to do you, man. You're going to be dead in you know, 50, 60 years. And so who really gave a shit if somebody was negative and, and made a comment about your stuff? Don't let them stunt your personal growth and don't let them slow you down from posting and commenting and sharing and making videos and talking and expressing yourself and being who you truly are. Uh, don't give them that power because the world wants to hear your voice authentic in the way that you want to say it, not censored and not scared because somebody said you were too ugly or too fat or too stupid or too whatever it is. Um, don't let them slow you down. So sorry, I rambled on for that about 15 minutes. I know that was way too long, but I just, it's important to me because it's happening all the time. And there's so much more positive, awesome stuff in the world. It's just that the, the small amount of negative assholes are just so loud. Sometimes it feels like they're overwhelming and they're the majority. But I promise you guys, they are not. So on today's topic, which real quick, holiday survival tips. So it's a time of year. You guys are traveling. Uh, you have more social events, happy hours. You're doing certain things with work, with friends and family. Um, that are traditions, and, and I'm not telling you not to enjoy them. By all means, please go out and, and go crazy. But on the same note, you have to really pick your spots. You don't want this to become the time of the year where you're, you know, you become bloated and just disgusting and constipated and you get out of your routine. You, you want to keep the healthy train moving, you know, as smooth as possible throughout this time of year. So in our 50 Days of Fitness uh, Challenge, which is going on right now, we tell these guys to get a calendar and print out the last, you know, kind of 50 days of the year or however many days you guys have once you start listening to this 
and we tell them to map out all the days they know they're going to maybe eat and drink and indulge. And for most people, it's Thanksgiving, which you should eat whatever the hell you want on Thanksgiving because I know I'm going to. So I'm not telling you to track macros or do anything within reason. Eat whatever you want on Thanksgiving. It's one day. comes once a year. Enjoy it. For the rest of you guys, it's probably Christmas Eve dinner and probably like a Christmas Day meal. Uh, And that's okay too. And so... Other than that, we tell these guys basically write down and map out every single day that you want to indulge or enjoy during the 50 days. And the reality, to be successful, I think, in these last 50 days of the year with holiday travel, you should allow yourself no more than probably five to seven days of eating like, you know, a butthead, basically. So five to seven days that you're going to kind of eat, you know, outside the norm. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, you eat like complete shit. All day, every day for those seven days out of the 50. What it really means is you pick and prioritize like seven days at most where you really want to enjoy yourself and have maybe a meal or two or maybe a meal and some snacks, you know, where you're not being perfect. But I don't want you guys to literally just, you know, eat 10,000 calories for seven days in the next 50 and then call it good and then have, have cookies and intermittent stuff in between. My personal goal, you know, is to try to really crush 45 of the 50 days. And the days I like to kind of go all out is like Thanksgiving, Christmas Eve, Christmas, uh, New Year's Eve, and then maybe like one other floating day if we have like a holiday event or party or honestly, um, you know, my parents, my mom and and Dave are going to come to town. So we're going to enjoy probably some of the the restaurants here that are new or things that maybe they want to try that they can't get in Detroit, which they can get here in Scottsdale because it's become so culinary here. And that's the way that I do it. So what that means is that I can't just randomly cave or give in and eat like an idiot like on a Wednesday if I know we're going to go up to dinner with them like on a Sunday. I have to delay the gratification. So I have to really prep and kind of plan around that. So that's why we say print out a calendar and map out all the days and say, okay, this day is I'm doing a holiday party at work. I really want to enjoy this because, you know, Susie makes the best cookies. Or you say, hey, the holiday work party isn't worth it for me. I want to do it with friends and family. So you just go there, grab a water, coffee, tea, or maybe you have one drink but you don't eat the cookies and you kind of keep everything within the macros or you eat a cookie or two if it fits your macros and you make sure you're active around that. Um, That's probably the biggest thing is just really understanding how much travel you have going on and what stuff you really want to indulge in, which stuff you really want to go crazy. And so to me, it's always just forecasting what the future holds for you and understanding if you're going to eat like, you know, shit on Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is just one day and that's kind of what I'm driving at here is the people who kind of get stuck in that hangover thing. Thanksgiving is one day of overeating and indulging and feeling like a complete fat ass and laying there and be, you know, bloated and disgusting and probably farting 46 times and then taking two monster dumps and that's your day. That's what we do as Americans and if that's what you choose to do, it's cool. Um, I've gotten much better as I've gotten older with that because I just don't like to feel like shit. I love all the Thanksgiving food. I could eat like, you know, stuffing and mashed potatoes and that stuff every single day. Um, but I don't like how it makes me feel. And so I've gotten better as I've gotten older. But just know it's it's one day. It's not two, three, four, five days. So it's not, oh, well, Thanksgiving is tomorrow. We're going out for pizza and drinks tonight on, on Wednesday night. No, no, y- you don't do that. Y- you eat your normal stuff. You work out. You stay hydrated. You get quality sleep. And you enjoy Thanksgiving. And then you wake up on Black Friday and I typically fast for a really 
extended period of time because I ate so much food, typically the entire day. I'm not telling you guys you have to fast if you're not from that world, but wake up and pound the water, man. I get quality sleep, wake up, pound water, have your coffee, hopefully unload some of that Thanksgiving, and then get up and go work out and have a longer workout if you can. Uh, or, you know, go lift. If it's squat and deadlift day, it's probably the, one of the best days to do it. Um, or just go for a, you know, a longer run or a longer walk or whatever you need to do, but just get your body moving. Also, what I would say is on Thanksgiving Day, if you can, if you have access to a gym that's open, we're always open here on Thanksgiving. It's probably one of the most packed days we have. Um, we, could, we do like a damage control workout. I actually do a, personally I do this 1,000 rep dumbbell workout, which I will post the day before on Instagram, and then I'll share the video with you guys as well. Um, that kind of helps me, you know, quote unquote, you know, burn, you know, probably over a thousand calories. So, uh, I don't feel so bad when I eat about 5,000 calories at my Thanksgiving dinner. Um, but I would say for sure to be active on Thanksgiving, whether it's a gym you have access to, or like a turkey trot or something like that, where you can kind of keep the body moving. And that's what I would say. Um, my tip for all this, the holiday travel stuff for you guys is literally just be active every single day. <clears throat> There's the bike and ski cough. Do something every single day. Whether that's just going for a 30-minute walk, I'm okay with it. Doing mobility. But if you can get a good sweat going, I think that's crucial, especially on the days you're going to eat and drink stuff out of the norm. So just really ramping up the activity. Increased activity level can go a long way. Now, it can't like outwork your crappy diets and you know undo all the crap you're doing, but it does make a difference. Now, if you lay around all day and do nothing and then eat 4,000 calories, obviously that's not ideal. If you went and worked out for 30, you know, 40, 50 minutes, um, that's going to matter. It is for sure. And if you normally work out for 30 minutes, you know, hop on a bike or treadmill or, or do something for an extra 30 and so double the activity to at least buy you some space. And then, you know, if nothing else, if you can, like a post-dinner uh, digestion walk, depending on what part of the country you're in, if it's, you know, if the weather permits it, I think that goes a long way too. And so we're not just constantly, you know, eating laying and force feeding the entire day. But again, it's up to you how you choose to do it in terms of that. What I would say for the travel days, if you guys are traveling during the holidays, A, I think tracking macros is, is probably crucial for a lot of you. Uh, two, the planning and prepping and so knowing what you're supposed to do, but really being aware and being obviously outside of being active, being mindful. Because in this time of year, what we typically do is we work out less, we eat more, we get worse sleep, we tend to get sick because we drink more alcohol, we're up later, our schedule's erratic, our digestive system is out of whack, we're going to bathroom intermittently at odd times, or maybe we're constipated and we feel gross. I'm just not a fan of that. So what I always say is the biggest keys for all this, map out all the days, be active every single day, really, really pick your spots of what's worth it. Get as much quality sleep as you can. Get more sleep than you typically do, if at all humanly possible. Stay hydrated. Drink more water than you even think you have to, um, especially if you guys are drinking booze. Stay as hydrated as humanly possible every single day. That will make a huge difference in terms of how you guys feel uh, and move every single day. Outside of that, try to keep as close to your normal eating schedule as possible. So if you normally eat three times a day, when you travel, still eat three times a day. Or if it's if you can eat less and you're from the fasting world, then I'm a fan of that too. But if not, keep the same schedule, especially for supplements. If you guys are normally taking athletic greens, I would take athletic greens. In fact, this time of year, I would probably double up on it on the travel days for sure. 
and the days where you're eating things that are outside of the norm. If you go back to your hometown and you eat your hometown pizza and donuts or whatever, and you're not, you know, eating your normal fruits and veggies, taking like a, a green supplement or a powerful, powerful multivitamin every single day matters. Again, if you guys want a link for 20 free travel packs of Athletic Greens, hit me up. I'm happy to send it to you. I typically start taking two packs a day during this time of year just because so many people are sick. It's cold and flu season. I don't, you know, again, if my body has too much of it, if I just piss it out, I'm okay with it. I'd rather have too much of a good thing of micronutrients and vitamins and minerals than not enough of them, especially if I'm training still and I feel like my body's run down. So again, I would always travel with your normal supplements you currently take. So if you currently take, you know, vitamin D or probiotics, I would take those, you know, with you when you travel, pack them with you. If nothing else, take the Athletic Greens travel packs as you go. I would also take chia seeds with you for sure. Um, again, if you guys know me, I'm not a huge fan of being constipated and bloated and being irregular. I like to take my normal dump like everybody else does. And so I hate that feeling of, man, I need to take a shit, but I can't. It just kind of ruins my whole day. So traveling with chia seeds, I think is crucial. Throwing them into your, you know, water, oatmeal, coffee, whatever you want to do is fine. Or just taking them straight up with slamming water. That's how I do it. And it works. Or taking the chia bars with you as you travel. So that's kind of my thing, like your holiday you know, survival guide, athletic greens, boom, chia seeds, boom, your normal supplements, I think are ideal. Chia bars are super easy and great to travel with. Protein candy, beef jerky, you can use any beef jerky you want. I just choose to use theirs because it has like literally a gram of sugar in it. Um, and I do love the taste of it. And it's easy to travel with. So it's the most macro friendly beef jerky. Again, if you guys want it, we can shoot you a discount for 20% off if you want to pick it up. Otherwise, any beef jerky you guys choose to grab is fine. Typically, ones with less than, you know, for a whole bag, if you can get it for less than 15 grams of sugar, I think it's ideal. I just know a lot of those, like, and again, I'm not bagging on Jack Links. It tastes great. But it has, like, some of those bags have, like, 50 grams of sugar in them. So it's like, it, what's the fucking point when you're really going to do that? So I do think a good quality beef jerky is ideal. When you land somewhere... If you have access to like a Sprouts or a Whole Foods or a Safeway or like a, a Hy-Vee you should have them in the organic section if you're from the Midwest, like taking a Synergy with the chia seeds in them, I think are great. Like a, like the GT's Synergy kombuchas are great. Um, if you're going to do a Kavita, I think those are great as well because they have the live probiotics in them. Those are amazing. And again, when you land somewhere, if you can get your normal routine, so if you normally eat fruits and veggies, pick up some of the pre-made stuff at Whole Foods and grab that. Try to keep the other days as close to normal as possible so you can control your ecosystem. So if you're staying with your parents or with in-laws or something, you have your own food that you bought, that you have. My wife and I always do this everywhere we go. And we bring it to the hotel if we stay in a hotel. If we bring it to uh, you know, friends and family's house if we're staying with them, we always try to keep our own food and supplements as close to our normal routine as possible. I just don't want to be stranded somewhere. Also, what I would say to you if you're a grown adult, if you can, you know, have a rental car, get a rental car, man. Like, so you can drive yourself to a, a CrossFit box. You can drive yourself to a local gym. You can find a YMCA. You can find a Lifetime. You can find a, a Jeremy Scott Fitness somewhere and pop in and get a workout in. So you have your own free time, um, you know, to, to kind of decompress and go get a workout in. Regardless of what, if your family is not super active, you stay super active because your goals are your goals. And again, I'm not telling you don't hang out with your family, but I've never been from the school of like, we need to sit in the same room and do everything together for 15 hours in a day. That would drive me fucking nuts. That sounds to me like a saw game. Somebody locked me in and wants me to play. No, I personally would be pissed and go stir crazy if I can't escape for, 
you know, 46 minutes and get a workout in. I can come back, shower, drink my coffee, we can hang out, and now we can all, you know, do whatever the hell you guys want to do. But if it's your vacation, you want to enjoy some of it. And for me, that's being active. Regardless of if anybody else wants to, I want to be active. I want to get a workout in. And for me, during the holiday times and travel, I typically, because everybody else slows down, I have less customer acquisition to do. I have less emails to return. I have less messages to make and do. So if I can actually take the foot off the gas a little bit, I get a better workout in because I have more free time. I can push a little bit harder because I know I can come and just chill out and veg out with friends and family, you know, on a holiday day and I can really punch the workout. So I sometimes on vacations tend to get the best workouts in that I've ever got and I'm more active during that time of year than I am during my normal work period because I'm not as busy. So I would urge you guys to do that as well. So the biggest things, plan and prep the days, travel just like you could to keep the same routine as you would have at home best you can get quality sleep, stay hydrated, you know, don't go crazy every single day and every single night and really run yourself down. So then when you come back to your normal life and your job, you feel like, man, I need a vacation from my vacation. I hate that feeling, honestly. Um, sometimes you can't avoid it, but if you can come back feeling rested and recovered because you were active and you took your normal stuff and yeah, you maybe you overindulge a little bit, but that's what life's about sometimes is just actually enjoying the things that we love with friends and family. I am totally, you know, okay with that. So that's what I would urge you guys to do is keep the routine as same as you can get the sleep being again. It's all, this is all common sense stuff. It's nothing earth shattering that you don't know, but really just setting yourself up for success. And when I say travel with stuff, travel with more, you know, athletic greens than you think you need. Travel with more chia seeds than you think you need. Travel with more chia bars than you think you need. Travel with the things that are going to save you. And so at least you have them in a case of emergencies. If you're stuck somewhere and you're going to have to make a bad choice, you have the food with you. And as soon as, and again, map out places you're going to go. If you're going to go out to places with friends and family, but you don't want to eat like complete shit, look at the menu before you head into it. Okay. They do have this or ask if they can make you something special if you don't want to go, you know, bonkers and crazy because I know peer pressure is a thing. And again, I'm not saying don't enjoy yourself, but don't make, you know, five or six shitty eating days during this time of year turn into 15 or 17 shitty eating days, which can easily happen during this time of year. And don't let the hangover effect be real. If you ate like crap and drank that day, wake up get hydrated, and get your body moving. You earn that hangover. Deal with it. Fight through it a little bit. Lift through it if you have to. And just kind of go through the motions and, and get a workout and do something and then get back to your normal routine. Don't let the hangover effect, because I know it, it's so easy to wander into the habits of eating the cookies, you know, six, seven, eight days in a row. But it's just as easy to keep the habit of being active and not doing that. And when you can do it intermittently, when you can stick to a plan, when you can really see it through, you enjoy it so much more. Grandma's cookies taste that much better because you didn't eat the shitty office cookies the 14 days before that. You know, drinking with your homies and having a good time is so much more fun when you did it on the day you planned it because you didn't have, you know, drinks the four days before that. You really just picked your spots. You were delaying gratification for something and you were paying the price in private to enjoy the things in public. And you live to eat and train another day. And then you headed into 2020, rocking and rolling. You had fun. You ate the things that were really important to you, but you didn't gain 
seven pounds of shit weight. You didn't get sick. You didn't have to go get antibiotics. It didn't run you down. It didn't ruin your holidays. You really just enjoyed it. And wow, you learned something about yourself. And that's going to build confidence to crush not only the new year, but the entire year. And then next year when the holidays come again, you have a plan. You have a recipe for success. That's why our 50 days you know, group exists. Just for the accountability alone, we can all talk and, and share wins and losses with each other. And that's the reason why you know, we did that. And obviously, if you guys who aren't in it, everything I'm saying to you is everything that these guys are going to do. And you can do it too. And if you can get your husband or wife on board, sky's the limit, man. Just really, you're, you're a team. You're in it together. You remind yourself, hey, did you grab this? Hey, do you have that? Hey, maybe we can stop here and do this. Or this is, we can make a better choice. Or we can be active. Whatever it may be. It's really just holding yourself to a higher standard of the people around you. And again, I'm not bagging on friends and family. But odds are, if you're a gym rat and they're not, you're going to have different eating and drinking habits. And you can't be expected to eat and drink everything they do each day. Even if you want to... Their body's conditioned for that. It's like my friends who still can go out and take shots at 2 a.m. and then they're up, you know, drinking Bloody Marys at 9.30 before the Vikings game. They're conditioned for that. They're built for that. There was a time when I could I could hang and do that. We could stay up all night and drink and do drugs and wake up the next day and puke and rally and do it again. Um, I'm not in that kind of conditioning anymore. Just like they can't come in here on a Sunday and do an advanced Metcon where I can finish it in, in 23 minutes and it would take them two hours and they'd puke and be sick for four days. You can't be expected to live a lifestyle like other people are living every day in the inner minute for three, five, six, seven, eight days in a row. Your body's not built for it. It's going to revolt and you're going to pay the price for it initially and down the road because you're going to feel sick. You're going to feel run down. And I don't want you guys to be in that boat. I want you to enjoy things that you plan for and not give in to the instant gratification and temptation that's in front of you because you know you have the other days mapped out. So map out your calendar and see where the holidays take you. So I know it's nothing earth shattering, but that's how I personally do it. And honestly, my wife and I really don't do the holiday travel stuff anymore um, because we, we've done it for a decade um, logistically, it's just really tough to do. And I have empathy for you guys who do it because I, I, again, we, this time of year, Scottsdale is the greatest place to be. It just is. There's, you can't beat it. Um, so I, I'm not going to leave here when it's amazing. Now, if you want me to come visit you in the summertime when it's 115 here, by all means, I'm for it. So we don't do the holiday travel stuff. Um, we make our family come to us because we're, I'm from, it's about zero degrees where my wife's from, it's cold and rainy. So this is the oasis for us. And so, um, but I've done it before, and it's really tough to do, man, when you're stuck and trapped. And that's why I say get yourself a rental car, find yourself a couple of gyms, do the research on places you can visit and go and be active and you know, look at the restaurants before you head in. Because it is tough when you're at the mercy of, of other people making decisions and taking you places that maybe you wouldn't go on your own, but you want to be part of the family and be a team player. Um, so just do the best you really can. And uh, be as perfect as you can be before and be as perfect as you can be after and just really... You know, give your best effort and just live to eat and train another day. And uh, so, again, I feel for you guys. We don't do it anymore. Um, we kind of control it here. And it is much, much easier when you're hosting than when you're being hosted. Uh, I understand that. So, But take these tips with you guys. And I think you're going to feel um, a lot better. You're going to move a lot better. And you're going to have much better results initially. And um, once the holidays are over, you're not going to have the same you know, feeling of, you know, I guess like eater's remorse and drinker's remorse and feel like you just really tanked it um, if you follow these very simple steps and tips. So 
Anything else you guys want to hear on the podcast, shoot me a message. I'm happy to record it. I got a lot of other stuff coming down the pipe here. Probably later in the week. I got a lot of I got a really, really busy week here, but I'll hopefully get you guys something out maybe uh, later in the week, like Friday-ish, or for surely by the weekend. But if there's anything specific, tag me, email me, uh, DM me. I'm happy to record it. If you're on iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Drop this a five-star if you're on your iPhone. Click the podcast app. Scroll down, five-star, leave a comment. I, I like what you guys have to say, um, you know, for better or for worse. And if you're on your MacBook or your iPad, just click the iTunes icon and go ahead and do it. And again, if you think this can help, you know, your husband or wife or your friends or family or any of your coworkers, you know, navigate the holidays. Or if you know their creators and you can, you know, share my uh Botox, uh, you know, feedback loop. I think they might get a kick out of that as well. But honestly, if you think this can help them with holiday stuff, please give it a share. I know it's very, very simple, but uh, these tips do help. And sometimes it's things that people don't even think about uh, that can be the biggest, you know, positive force in them making a change during this time of year. So until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please, you guys, keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.